Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey everyone, it's Steph. Welcome back to Woods and Waters Project. This is episode number 12, Backed into a Corner. This week I interview Seth Porter. Guys, I cannot say enough about this dude. He is the real deal, super genuine. He has become my long distance friend through social media and I just think the world of him. He is an avid bow hunter, public land advocate, and host of the Nomad Project podcast. In a world of social media, filters, perfect pictures, it's like really hard to tell the authentic from the not so much. And what I adore about Seth is he is just very honest in his approach and just does his thing, shows it all. Like, it's not a highlight reel. And I just think he is a genuine article. I think he's a great role model for this generation of hunters. I think he's an example of what a modern outdoorsman looks like. And I am honored to know him and support him and introduce him. So here it is, episode number 12.
Hello. Hi, Seth. How are you? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Thanks for making this work. Oh, you're fine. I'm, I'm, my head feels better and uh, I'm ready to go. So. Good. Are you still having, I mean, are you going to fight again soon? Uh, I'm going to fight again. It's definitely not my last fight, but yeah. I will not fight. I will not fight in that competition again. Yeah. That was a super janky, shady, just like, so basically it's a bunch of, it's supposed to be fighting for people who either never fought before or who have fought very little Mm -hmm. in like an organized setting. Yep. And almost positive the guy that I ended up fighting had already fought, uh, like pro fights and fought in the Golden Gloves competition and won it twice and Oh. Yeah. So a lot of weird a lot of weird janky stuff happening but um I am I just I like I just gonna sound really bad. I like violence anyway. Um, it's definitely not my last fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get ya. Like physicality, yeah. like there's I don't think there's anything wrong with like with liking that as long as it's an, you know, if it's like organized, like you're doing, I think that's yeah. different, you know, unless there's yeah, more to it than sure. that. And I don't know if you want to talk about that here. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm just, uh, I don't know. The best way I could explain it is physical. And, um, uh, if you want to get deep, like being a protector by nature, I guess, um, I feel like there's like a need for violence in some cases. And I feel like if you are a, um, I feel like every time we get on the phone, we start getting real deep real quick. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> That's totally uh, fine. I feel like I feel like if you are a um, peaceful man, but you're capable of violence, or you're not capable of violence, then you, you know, I. I feel like it kind of defeats the purpose in some cases, but for me, um, I choose peace even though I'm capable of violence, you know what I'm saying? And and it goes into being, you know, a protector and, and a provider and certain things like that that I, I'd like to see myself as. So I think that, I don't think that I need to fight to prove myself, but I think sometimes fighting to... Um, set the standard or set the tone in certain cases if that makes sense but yeah, it does make complete sense and I I would not um, hmm, I was just kind of talking about this a little bit like I don't know that I'm I mean my husband might think I'm a little violent but <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I completely understand what you mean like um, I feel as I've become an adult you know for for me anyway if I'm ever somewhere with my father I feel safe because he's a very like strong tough man right yeah and like as his little yeah. girl like that's like how he wants me to feel like I'm safe when I'm with him and Absolutely. as an adult and moving out on my own and being in scenarios where I needed to be both mentally and physically tough and I didn't have anyone there to save me or help me. Uh, I like totally get that. And I feel like that's a little bit 
why it's so important to me to do like the figure competition and the and the powerlifting. Um, yeah. Because I want to be like strong and I like exerting that level of like physicality, right? And like yeah, showing that I'm strong sure. and like and kind of being a little bit miserable. <laughs> so yeah. I think on some level it's re- I can relate to what you're saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm really glad you're yeah. okay. That's scary yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, I, uh, honestly, uh, for my first fight, I watched, like, I got a concussion for sure, and, uh, really, like, if you, I, I watched the video, and I just, I didn't even remember most of what happened, uh, but the thing was, is he, I got hit in the back of the head three times, uh, very violently, uh, and, um, you know, in boxing, it's illegal, you know, it's like, you can't, like, you gotta hit the face and stuff, but, um, yeah, that, that did me in, getting hit back in the head three times, and I was like, I couldn't get, I, like, I barely got up, and when I did get up, it was like, I have no idea where I'm at, kind of thing, Yeah. but, um, man, I had so much fun from what I did remember, (laughs) I did, like, (laughs) I did, I I had so much fun, man, uh, the guys, like, a a bunch of guys in my work were there and they're like are you ever going to fight again I was like oh absolutely I was like absolutely I'm going to I was like you know and they're like are you serious like, you know I was like, oh yeah I was like you know don't get me wrong a butt whooping is a butt whooping but at the end of the day it you know it, it's if you if I just sit there and got hit and then it's like oh I can't I can't ever do that again then I don't know I, I would feel more I would feel more defeated than actually getting beat up I really would so yeah but yeah I think some yeah. people would think you're a little crazy but I think like in the best way <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah I love it like would not be the first time I've heard that so yeah yeah I always say like I get called crazy on a daily basis so <laughs> and I always say crazy is what it takes and you can go ahead and put that on my headstone if you want to yeah. that's just love what it. I think and I so I I don't want to get punched in the back of the head three times, but I totally am in love with what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I know you're talking about the violence part, but like in the need for that, but why this setting? Like why did, why and when did you decide to get into this? So um, I've kind of always wanted to get into some kind of fighting and which is still a plan. I plan on doing a lot of uh, a lot more jujitsu uh, based and um, maybe more like MMA based style of fighting, um, but with a really big focus on jujitsu, um, just because of uh, I have a really big uh, focus on like self defense and stuff like that. Um, but. Uh, this boxing thing, it was like, uh, like an event that gets put on, like, in my area every year, and, uh, a bunch of guys at work, one of the managers was like, oh, we want so-and-so to do it, who else would do it? And I was like, yeah, man, no problem, I'll do it, you know, like, I just was like, yeah, whatever. And, uh, they are like, no, you won't. I was like, heck yeah, I will. I was like, I'm, I'm in, let's go. So, um, that's how that kind of came about, was me you know, get in the ring for that. And, um, 
but it like it's definitely not the first time that I've been want, wanted to like do something. But the the style of fighting and stuff that I wanted to do and, and stuff with jujitsu and mm-hmm. a little bit more MMA based style of stuff, um, not really boxing so much. And um, uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of how I got into the ring uh, with that situation and that kind of thing. Oh, that's sweet. I'm excited to see where you go with it. I think. Yeah, it's it's uh it's definitely something that I, I it's like I have to make time for, yeah. and because I mean between there's so much stuff I want to do in this, but like when, like obviously when you want to become proficient at something, it's gonna take like a lot of time. Yeah. And it's definitely. It's, I think that's like. And another thing I'm gonna to have to learn to do, as like as time as like this year comes on, is like manage my time and sacrifice some other stuff that maybe I don't really need to do that much. <laughs> yeah, that's that's forever a hard thing. Like that's a lot of what I'm thinking about right now. And I used to be really big into New Year's resolutions, but. I think I view them a little bit differently now. Yeah. Because, you know, now that I've had a couple years under my belt of actually liking the things I did, you know, like reflecting back on the last year. And when I start thinking about it like month by month and things that I did or accomplished or tried or put myself out there about, I'm like, holy crap, I had a great year and I don't necessarily want to stop the trajectory that I'm on I want to keep doing what I'm doing and like do it well and I don't know if that's a a new year's resolution you know I think that just is keep doing the thing and be the best at it (laughs) that you can be absolutely and yeah and like I think part of that is is figuring out what to say no to and what to say like hell yes to and that is something I'm still to like echo what you're saying still kind of figuring out what things can I push to the side because I'm like you you work a full-time job and yeah you have a podcast like like me and we're both uh physically like training for for things and then we're both married yeah. and yeah. so we both can very much relate to each other on like it that's a lot Plus all the other things yeah. that I'm sure you want to accomplish with a hunt with hunting and yeah. coming out of hunting season. Like you only have so many hours in the day. It's really hard to manage all of that and give the amount of energy you want to into each of those things. Like it's, it's a really yeah. hard thing. It really is. And like, I don't, I follow Gary V on Instagram. Me too. I listen to, to a lot of his stuff and, he was talking about like because my biggest thing is like like I work evenings and but I, I mean the good thing is I have weekends off but I work evenings two to eleven and then so like when it comes time to like sleep like I'm like, I I only live like five minutes from work which is good, which is a huge blessing but when it comes time to like go to bed like I have like the worst time of falling asleep like going to because I'm like wound up and then. I may, I wake up, I, like, I try to get myself up. Well, that's a lie. I don't try. My <laughs> body 
it hates sleeping in. Like, I just, I just, my body won't let me. It hates it. And once I'm up, I'm up. So, say I don't fall asleep for 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, and then my body's waking me up, you know, at the very latest, 8.30 in the morning. Um, you know, which is, you know, six and a half hours on a good night. Most nights it's five. I, I'll get like five hours of sleep. And then, you know, I want to hit the gym. Well, I want to hit the gym for at least an hour and a half and then, you know, come home and do all, and I have all these stuff, all the stuff that I want to do or I need to do. But like when it would go back to like time management, it's like, I just was like, like, I can't, once I, I heard his video and it was like, I'm never going to tell you to lose sleep, but what else are you doing during the day? He's like, don't tell me you don't have enough time uh, when you're sleeping eight hours, which is good. I want you to sleep eight hours and then you'll spend two hours on Instagram mm -hmm. and you're not doing anything productive with Instagram. Yeah. Or you'll spend another, you'll spend another hour, you know, on your Xbox and, yes. you know, you'll do this, 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 and this. And he was like, the time is there. You just have to put away stuff that's not going to lead you to be, uh, or lead to product productivity. And that, like that right there is one of my biggest problems. Like, I'll just be like, like, I have all this stuff that I could do to be productive on Instagram. And I'm just scrolling or I'm just like laying around or, you know, and so it's like, ah, yeah, Netflix can like wait, like, you know, like Xbox can wait and different stuff like that. So yeah. that's one of my biggest things. I'm totally with you. I love, I, I love what he always says about like when he puts content out there, how it always makes him nervous because to, you know, to your point, when, like something he says often is I put content out there to help people, but it always makes me nervous that people are just going to listen to my content and then don't do anything with it. They're going to take the time yeah. they have in their day to listen to the content, use it as an excuse or, or feel like they're doing something right. Cause sometimes when you're yeah. getting information and you're learning and you're listening, you feel like you're doing the thing, even though you're not doing the thing. And exactly. <laughs> I just like, have, I'm like, Oh my God. It's like, feels like he called, he's calling me out every time I hear that. I'm like, yes, oh, yeah. you're right. Cause I do like to consume um, about different subjects a lot and then I'll like spend two hours a day doing that and I'm like crap I didn't actually yeah yeah for like... sure <laughs> oh, oh man without a doubt yeah but I mean that is hilarious because it's like I, I, I get that feeling and like that's that's the big thing that I was like thinking about like I it's this is going to sound so cliche but like uh, like a lot of people have been like going like, oh, yeah, 2020 is the year, it's the year, it's the year, because like the new decade or whatever even yeah, your yeah. your your excuse is that 2020 should be the year. But like I literally have sat down the past two weeks and just been thinking real hard about certain things and planning out certain things, and it's like I really feel like oh, like 2020 is going to be a year that I do more for like my personal self and personal brand uh, than ever. And me and you, like we kind of talked about this a, like a week or so ago about like preparation and stuff. But like me and my wife had sat down and she was like talking to me and she was like, why do you, like she was asking me about what I kept saying because I, I keep saying, you know, my preparation is going to be insane. Like my, my it's going to be so intense. It's going to be insane. She's like, what do you mean? So like I sat down and I explained to her like, I had broke I have broken down, you know, everything this year, like my preparation wise, into four phases. And my first phase is going to be um, 
it's going to be my my mental my mental well being, um, and my mental state. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, I, I got that mixed up. Is my physical well being, and my in my physical state, uh, in my body, and um, like going to the, you know nutrition and, and working out and different things, um, and shooting my bow. A, it, it's just an endless amount of hours like I usually do anyway but um, and so I'm first phase is going to work out work out work out um, get getting my nutrition right and uh, also managing I have type 1 diabetes so like being able to manage that a lot better than what I'm doing now which I'm not doing a terrible job now but there's definitely things I can improve on to make my body and, and self feel better and last longer uh, in certain areas. But the second part is my mental well-being. Um, you know, the reason why a lot of people don't, a lot of people right here, like where I'm at, don't really understand why I, I think it's so important to be like in, in physical uh, shape, in physical shape to like to go hunt. But they also understand like, you know, I can, I, I feel like I'm repeating, like I'm beating a, a dead horse, but like I, the places that I hunt, it's super pressured. You know, it's not always easy. And, you know, there's times where I'm hiking three to four miles a day. Um, and it's not just flat terrain. It's like, you know, hills and mountains and rocks and, you know, all this different things. Um, but, you know, doing that for three weeks and only seeing a few deer is going to wear on your mental state. You know what I mean? And your yeah. physical is like you're so tired. Like in my mind, I'm so tired. I'm not seeing what I need to see. And or not doing what I feel like I need to do in certain things, and then my body begins to wear down because what I'm living off of is rain energy drinks and granola bars, and so you know I'm going, going, going. Lack of sleep. I'm getting maybe four hours, three, four hours of sleep a night because I'm waking up so early, and you know and then I gotta go to work after you know that morning hunt, and so um, I kind of like tied it together in that uh, you know in the after getting my mental state correct, you know, spiritually. Um, also just taking in like good content it's like, and by content, I, I kind of use the wrong word, but taking in more stuff that is going to help me be productive than just being negative, negative, negative. And I think, uh, like a lot of the stuff that I'm like, I take in, I'm going to pick and choose where I get my advice from or I get my information from a lot better. And, um, you know, in my spiritual being, I'm very, I'm very big faith person. And, uh, you know, just so, you know, read, reading my Bible and different things that help me, you know, mentally. And then phase three is that my overwhelming amount of scouting that's going to take place before the season this year is going to be um, I, I can't even I can't even begin to I can't, I can't even think of a word but the best way I can describe it is that I have I want to be able to put in so much time and miles with boots on the ground looking at overview maps and um, doing certain things that I have absolute I have so much confidence when I go and get the tree um, or when I go and get the wood. I mean, I'm very blessed and fortunate enough to have a lot of time 
uh, afforded to me to go hunt. But that doesn't always mean that I'm making the smartest decision on where I'm going and the choices that I make and, and what tree I set up in and different things. And so I made a decision that, you know, when, when it comes time that I need my body to perform, my phase one is going to kick in. Like I've, I've worked my butt off, um, you know, in the gym and, you know, with, with food and managing my, my health that my body's going to perform and exceed expectations. And then, you know, when it comes time that I get tired and worn down, that my mental toughness, you know, I'm mentally healthy and my mental toughness phase two is going to kick in. And then, you know, like I said, phase three, that I have so much confidence that I don't need to go to the woods every single day to go hunt. I love to hunt and I want to go hunt, but I'm I, the goal that I have is to, kill mature deer wherever I'm at or kill a certain deer if I find it, whatever it may be, you know, or find, find, you know, mature deer, you know, phase three is going to kick in. Okay. You put in the time scouting, you know, where these deer are moving, you know, this tree is where you need to be. You know, um, you know, I don't need to be in, in the tree every single day this week. I need to be in the tree on Friday because that's when the wind's moving right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's when, you know, you, you see the most movement. Uh, on this wind direction or whatever. And then uh, phase four is just really, phase four is just wrapping it all up and and executing all that, is, is executing plans, executing goals that I have, um, you know, for, for my personal self and personal brand or hunting and being able to execute, you know, if I am tired or, you know, if I am worn down or different things. And um, I was like telling that all to my wife. I know I kind of went off a tangent there, but I was telling that all to my wife and she was like, oh my God, that, that makes so much sense. Like it, it like it, it just goes, to, it goes so well perfectly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not that I needed her to tell me that because it made sense to me. And that's another thing. If just because it doesn't make sense to someone else doesn't mean it doesn't make sense to you. It doesn't mean it won't work for you. Yeah. So. But, but how awesome know. that your wife gets it though, because it's a lot harder when your partner oh, yeah. doesn't get it. So that's yeah. that's awesome that that. But you had that conversation. And having support, you know, my my wife's support endless hours of me hunting and not being home, and you know, the times that we do get to spend together. Most of the time, I was out hunting. She was really cool and awesome about it. So having a support system help, and you know, just because they're not doing anything like hands on with helping you, you know, chase dreams or do something doesn't always mean that, you know, they can't help and support you just being supportive and just saying, hey, I've got your back if you need anything, you know. Yeah, So 100%. Um, but that is that is a really skinny version of my, you know, four-phase breakdown of how I'm attacking 2020 and, you know, how I plan to, you know, get things done and execute, execute the game plan. Yeah. That, that was going to be, like, one of my questions is, like, your goals for 2020. But earlier we were talking about, like, getting consumed in things that maybe take some of our time during the day. Yeah. If, yeah. I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but if there was, like, if you could get an extra hour in your day, like, what would you, what would you do with it? Oh, man. So instead of instead of me having twenty four, I had twenty five hours. <laughs> yeah, or maybe you've sacrificed so, something at this point and you've opened up an hour in your day. Either way. Yeah. Um, 
Well, at this point, I've been resting because I got beat up pretty bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> Rest is good. <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, but on a serious note, uh, right now it's like, you know, I'm healthy. Obviously, I'm, I'm a lot better. But if it was just another, if it's a normal week and I'm doing everything, if I had an extra hour, I would, you know, if I'm, I'll just break it down. You know, there's 24. I'm getting eight hours of sleep. Or there's 25 hours. I'm getting eight hours of sleep, so that drops it down to, uh, you know, 15 hours. Um, and, you know, or, I'm sorry, my Lord, I can't do math. Seven, eight, right? 18? Well, five, 20, three more, 17 hours? My God, I can't do math. Anyway, <laughs> uh, um, um, you know, I got 17 hours left. Two hours is going to the gym or let's say an hour and a half, so I got uh, 15 and a half hours. I'm spending 30 minutes to an hour, so we'll just go ahead and say an hour on producing content for Instagram. Uh, that leaves me uh, 14 and a half hours, and then I'm taking I'm taking an hour of that, and I'm reading, I'm either reading my Bible, or I'm reading some other faith-based book, faith-based book, uh, so, you know, it's 13 and a half, and then I'm taking three of those hours and I'm putting it towards I'm putting it towards something that's going to help my like push personal brand so whether I'm editing content or you know that's another thing like I'm like I'm I have a YouTube account and I have to, I've done nothing with it mm-hmm. but that's a big thing that I'm pushing this year it's like whatever content I have or whatever content I'm creating I'm putting it up and I'm not I'm not going to worry so much about whether it's going to be perfect or not mm-hmm. like I, I believe that it's going to just become better with time like I'm going to put time and effort into putting I'm not going to get onto that tangent but anyway so right now we're at 10 and a half hours um you know the rest of that time that's going to be I'm putting you know I'm putting an hour into some kind of informational reading that's going to help me um, I think I think it was me and you talking about uh, like woodsmanship, mm-hmm. and I think you said you had a book uh, for um, oh, what was it? Forgery was that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, man, I'm I can't remember anything. But anyway, you know, and it's going to be helping me like informational. So I'm become a better person in the woods, uh, and you know, obviously you got to take time out to eat and different things, um, but that's. I mean, that's just a very basic breakdown, but if I had, if, if all that, if I was doing all that and I had, you know, 25 hours, I think I would take that extra hour and probably it's going to sound, actually it's not, I would probably put it towards the same time with my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, me and her do spend quite a bit of time together, but, you know, sometimes I think we get so caught up in certain things and I get so caught up in things that I want to get done and need to get done that. I kind of take for granted the time that me and her do get to spend together because, you know, she's also busy doing things for school and different stuff. So I think that although you work, 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 and work towards your goals and different things, I think that spending time with those around you should always be a priority in some way or another because, you know, at the end of the day, time is not guaranteed, you know, and tomorrow is never promised. So, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something I I feel like I've always been in that mindset. I'm definitely more in that mindset now of like 
there's a lot of different you know quotes and things out there that are similar to this but it's kind of like I'm not really afraid of dying I'm afraid of not living <laughs> you know yeah and uh that just like really is really true for me like I'm a multi-passionate person and I find a lot of um I like I find a lot of fun in a lot of things and I'm alive and well and like why wouldn't I want to try and accomplish some of these things I want to accomplish or do these things that I want to do I have one life that I live that I know of and I want to live it on my terms you know and that's that's a hard it's harder it sounds like it's such a simple thing to do but it's a much harder thing uh there's a lot of work <laughs> involved to get yeah. that done and accomplish so yeah <laughs> uh we went right into like your concussion and fighting and some like deep thoughts about violence right away and i'm telling you every time we get on the phone we get so deep about things and I, I, I have a problem with getting deep about things. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I wish I could just be more of a simple, which I am. I'm very simple in a lot of things and just, like, straight to the point. But, like, when it comes to, like, when you ask me, I don't know. I don't know if you use the word philosophy or, I don't know, just certain thoughts about certain things. I get, like, I'll get real serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually, I feel like I could talk to anyone about anything most of the time, but I'm not very good at small talk. Like, I'm not very good at, like, hey, how are you? How are things? Like, I don't, I want to know that. But I wanna, yeah, but I want to really that. know that. Like, I want to really know. Yeah. Like, oh, you say you're okay? Well, why are you okay? just okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, That's yeah. so funny. I'm, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I know who you are at this point, but could you give us all an introduction of who Seth is, who you are? Yeah. I think that's, that's so funny. I don't know what it is, but, like, in everyday life, like, I'm pretty, like, I, I don't get me wrong, I like to talk, I like to be around people and certain things, but, like, most of the time, I just, I'm real odd, like, I'm real, like, just straight to the point, like, hey, how's it going? Good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm just, I'm, like, I don't really give a lot uh, when it comes to, like, everyday, but, like, when it comes to, like, being, I don't know if I just feel more comfortable or, or what it is, or I've just changed in some ways, but like, you're, you know, when it comes to like being on a podcast or just talking to people about certain things, like, I don't know, I just kind of let it all, I guess I don't, I guess I should let it out more in everyday life, because when it comes to like this kind of stuff, I'm just like, yep, it's all coming out now. <laughs> so. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> I just lost you. Can you hear me it, okay? Uh, yeah, I can hear everything fine. Okay. I just didn't know. It just, it just ended and it went beep, beep, beep. And yeah. Like, oh. That's, yep, well, that's what it did on my end too. It heard beep, 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 and that's it. I don't know. But yeah, I was just, uh, I was just saying, because we just skipped all the intro stuff. Could you introduce yeah. yourself <laughs> and who you are? <laughs> what what did you, you say? You asked me what, what thing, what would I want to know people, people to know about me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think first and foremost that, you know, just I'm a man of faith. 
and that, you know, I love God with all my heart, even though I'm not perfect and I don't always act like it, but, um, because, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm very blessed in a lot of, in a lot of ways, and I think sometimes I take that for granted, but, um, you know, without, without him, I just, I wouldn't be where I am, and, um, I probably wouldn't be alive in some cases, but, um, that, that's first and foremost, um, but, you know, besides that, you know, just that I'm, I'm just passionate about bow hunting and passionate about the outdoors and, you know, I think that's it. That's like, I don't ever, <laughs> like, I just, it's funny because, like, growing up, like, I was like, I, I skateboarded and I loved skateboarding and I felt like everyone had to know that I was a skateboarder. So, I think, but I, but, you know, being a child and kind of being immature about things, like, it was like, you can only have one passion, you know, mm-hmm. but I have, like, growing up, I've developed passions for, like, a lot of different things, like, recently, I've developed a passion for photography, like, I'm, I feel like I'm not good at editing it or anything, but I have fun doing it, so I just do it, post it, and the people, you know, whatever, you know, I'm really not really worried about whether they think it's good or not, but, um, so like you know photography and, and and different things that I've kind of developed a passion for besides hunting, um, it's it's kind of you know just different things like of that nature. Um, yeah, that, that's about it. I'm pretty <laughs> simple, guys. There's not much, there's not much to it, um, you know. So yeah, I mean, you say that. But obviously, I might I might view that a little differently because you know, one of the reasons I I want you on the podcast is because I don't know exactly how it like all came to be. It, it was through Connor, I think, like how we connected on social media. But you're just very you're very honest and authentic about the way you address things and just like, here it is, this is what it is. And it's very, uh, it's a breath of fresh air. Like when you talk about hunting and bow hunting and just like your experience and your day to day and what you're doing, like, it's very real. It doesn't, it doesn't see, I'm trying to think of the right word. Like it just, you're a little bit younger than me, but generationally we're pretty close to the same. And like, I, you know, I grew, I grew up and seeing what hunting was and, like, bow hunting was, and it looked and sounded the same from everybody I learned from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. middle-aged white guy, that's one piece of it, but just, like, <laughs> the way that they talked about it and these trophy deer, and they make it look so easy, and it just is very, like... It just leaves so much in question, and like once you do it yourself and go solo hunting yourself, like there's so much stuff that you may or may not have thought about. And yeah, for sure. I just like appreciate how just you kind of show everything. I, you know, yeah. I've been hunting my whole life, but I'm still learning a ton. There's so much stuff I didn't do on my own before, and, and now I do. Absolutely. So I like to surround myself yeah. with people like you, and I think. There's a lot of people out there who, you know, who follow me, who are hunters or they're like new hunters or they want to be a hunter and or yeah. just in archery in general. It's very intimidating. And I don't think that you, uh, I think, 
I respect how you present things, but you're not intimidating at the same time. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I try my I try my best because I guess funny. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because like really at the end of the day, like for example, um, there is there has been I'm gonna say about four hunting groups in my area. Um, they're like, dude, you're a great hunter, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, thank you. You know, for the compliment, whatever. I don't really think so. You know, whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, you know, we want you to join and we want you to do this and this and this. And I've just, I respectfully declined all of them, you know, with great, with great, great, great respect and great, um, uh, what's the word? Um, pride or and thankful, gratefulness. That's the word. Thank, with great gratefulness because, you know, I'm, 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 that someone thinks of me highly enough that they want me on the team and different stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the problem that I had with all most, most of it, there's two things. It was, you know, I'm, a, I'm, you know how I'm staunch, staunch public land hunter, and not that if you hunt private, you're wrong. I just, it's just me and what I choose and what I like doing. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of it was. You know, let's take bags of corn out and, and try to draw this, you know, this, this, and this. And, and you know, you have to have this product and this, this, and that. And if you don't, you're not going to kill a deer. You know, you're not going to do this and you're not going to do that. And it bothered me because I, if you start telling people that they have to have this product or if they don't shoot this bow or if they don't use this release, that they're not going to kill the same cow deer deer or, you know, this or that, you know, you're limiting their experience um, of what they can discover for themselves. Mm-hmm. And growing up, I've learned more about hunting in the past three years ever than I have, you know, ever when I was a kid growing up with all my uncles and, 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 and stuff. Um, and my uncles were hardcore hunters. Like, you know, we everybody thinks it's cool now because, you know, people are taking canoes into water access and, you know, doing all that, you know, they're doing this or doing that. But, like, my uncles were doing that stuff before it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and they were hunting, you know, 30-plus feet up in a tree, which I will never do, ever. Um, but, uh, you know, not that they didn't teach me anything, but they also had that thing about them that, oh, you got to use this, you got to do that. And, you know, I think that everybody needs to have their own experience when it comes to hunting. Uh, prime example, me and my brother, we haven't been in the tree together, you know, for over three years. And we got to go on a little day trip together on a piece of public in Ohio um, on Friday. And we were supposed to actually stay there and hunt on Saturday, but he was ready to come home. But my brother, um, he is he is not passionate about hunting as I am. Like, we're, it's just not even close. But I'll tell you what my brother is good at. My brother is good at um, music. My brother is good at uh, art. My brother is extremely, he is so stupid intelligent. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, he, he likes politics. He likes, um, you know, he, and he likes gaming. Like, my brother is good and passionate about all those things, um, you know, and he told me, he was like, if I ever go hunt, I just want to use a gun. Now, of course, my heart broke a little bit, but I'm not going to be like, well, we're not hunting together. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think everybody needs their own experience, and I want everybody's experience when they hunt to be a good one. Um, because, I mean, if, when you're hunting, there's no reason you shouldn't be having fun. It's period. You should, there's no reason. But, you know, I, I so when it comes down to it, if there is a new hunter that wants to, you know, that does do my content, and different stuff and they're not really into hunting but they're just like slightly interested i want to give them exactly what it is that hunting is you know what i mean like it's not always easy it's not always you know you're not going to kill something every time you go um you know that's why they call it hunting and not killing mm -hmm. you know and so you know i i want them you know you said that that i, I don't want to come across oh well if you don't use this you might as well not try to go to the woods you know what I'm saying? Like it's, mm -hmm. it's so irritating, mm -hmm. so frustrating. Yeah. So. And everyone's, you know, on top of everyone has their own hunt to experience. Everyone, you know, hunts for different reasons. Um, yeah, it absolutely. Also, as someone who shares information, I am realizing that good or bad, you know, it, I don't think it's either one. For me, yeah. it's really important to me that I, <clears throat> that I'm just like probably overly honest like maybe overly share the things that like I don't like about it yeah. or that are hard for me or that I don't understand or that I am good at right because I yeah. it's not just about women but that is like a really big part for me is like I want other women to see me and realize how average I am but also yeah. how badass I am you know what Absolutely. I mean? And I want them yeah. to, I don't, I, I'm not saying that as like a self-righteous thing. I'm saying it because like, if I'm this way, you can be this way. Like, yeah. it has nothing to do, it really has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with me wanting to be an example and, yeah. and to teach and to uh, yeah. pass it on. Like I, I, I want, I want hunting and, and the outdoor experience and conservation to thrive and I want more organizations to exist and I want more people talking about it and spending more time outside and that is like that is my biggest goal where I have to remember not everyone who shares hunting content or outdoor content that is not necessarily their goal like maybe yeah. it really their goal is to be part of an elite group of hunters right or maybe it's and and sometimes that's that's hard for me uh and they're probably they're badass in their own right, and they've got a totally different type of following, and that's great, and that's super cool. Uh, not everybody wants to empower and teach, you know. And yeah, I'm. I think that you are, even if that isn't intentional. I think that you're teaching without telling, you know. So I yeah. very much appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> that's very kind <laughs> I think I think uh, I think uh, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before but it's there's like you know obviously like but the bone collector guys I've mentioned this before but yeah. I, actually I've mentioned this a lot but like the bone collector guys you know um, Michael Waddell T-Bone uh, Turner and, and Nick Munt and then you got guys like Cameron Haynes like the bone collector guys are just a bunch of good old boy rednecks, mm -hmm. and me, I love it because that's that's I'm I'm there, I'm right there all day, like yeah. you know what I mean, like going down, 
like dirt don't hurt, God made it, eat it, whatever kind of deal. And that's, that's an overtly dramatic thing, but <laughs> it's, you know, but they, and they, they are, they are big industry guys. Like, you know, they, they are, they have kind of a lot of managed land and this and that, but they're also, they don't, they're good old boy rednecks and, you know, they, they hunt, it's on the skin and pole, you're eating it, good deal, you know. Um, and then you've got guys like Cameron Haynes, who, another industry guy who is very, um, is, he, he loves, loves the meat that he provides and that he harvests. And he, it's, it's almost an, oh, it's almost a understanding of respect and honor at all cases, yeah. at all times, you know, at every turn, you know, he, he trains relentlessly the dude like i i I love i I love every aspect of it because i wanted his style style training and his mindset behind it is is contagious but you know it's all about the respect and the honor of animals and it's not that the bone collector guys don't but it's the same thing they're just viewing it in kind of two different ways you know yeah um yes you know and then and i love both and that you know, absolutely. Yeah. I I can't get enough of those. You know, I grew up on the I grew up on the bunk collector guys. You know what I'm saying? I grew up on, you know, the real tree monster bus videos. Like, you know, I'm probably gonna start crying here in a second, but like my uncle who died a couple years ago, you know, that's I literally when I went over to his house it was VH, VHS tapes, you know, stacked, like almost as tall as me at that point. You know, and I got I watched those videos religiously all the time. And, you know, I remember there was one in particular. I can't remember who was the guy, but I remember I would go and pick that. I remember the color of the case for the VHS tape. I would pick it every single time because I loved it, you know. And it's, and I, I, I discovered Cameron Haynes a few years ago on Instagram. And ever since then, you know, I've, I've loved his content because he's very real and, and, and different stuff. And, you know, it's not, it's not talk with him. He's all about walking the walk, you know. Um, doesn't mean that they're perfect and that you should like, you know, follow them into <laughs> whatever. But it's just that those are guys that are genuine, and you know, in what they do and and, and they and own how, what, and they own how they teach it, you know, or how they show it, yes. how they like project it. Like I, yeah, I, you know, something I've actually never like, almost no one knows this about me. But now that we're talking about Bone Collector, I, it's like it's like going on in my in my head right now <laughs> is when I was 20 years old there was <clears throat> so eight years ago there was an internship with bone collector in oh, Georgia and I at the time I just graduated with so my college background is very weird but I had to I have I went to school to be a firefighter and then I went for marketing and business so I was finishing my yeah. associates in marketing and business, and I was actually working as a financial advisor, which is like hysterical for me to think about right now. But I, I've always been like pulled between this like outdoorsy kind of redneck, rough around the edges girl, and like a businesswoman, and I could I could never yeah. figure out how I could be both until recently. You know, here I am right now, but. Yeah. I could never figure out how to be both. Like, I just, I had never seen it. Um, it's something that played in my head my whole life. Like, I knew I wanted to be both of those things, and I didn't know how to yeah. do it. 
And so at the time, there was an internship, and I applied for the internship. And I seriously had not – I didn't think that I was going to even get a response back. Like, I have hardly any experience. I just – I mean, I had a, you know, I worked my butt off my whole life from, you know, my, since I was 14, like I always had a job or two through high school and um, through college, but you know, I just had a marketing degree. I didn't really, I don't feel like I offered a lot besides just my passion for the outdoors. And they got back to me within yeah. a couple of days and oh, man. they were talking to me about like, here's what you would need to do. Like I'd have to figure out my housing up to a certain dollar amount. They cover this, you know, it was pretty much a it wasn't really paid very well. Like it was, ba- I mean, you were making negative money because of the cost of living and travel yeah. and everything, you know? And yeah. I don't feel like I have a ton of regrets in my life, <laughs> but, but I just let that go because I couldn't, oh, I couldn't, I, I mean, I had never left Iowa first off besides yeah. to go to Missouri, which is like basically, you know, our cousins so that doesn't count. And <laughs> I, I, I just, I didn't know what to do with it. Like, I just had to just move on. And I feel like I could have figured it out somehow. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I, I, I regret it, but I don't because I, I you know, I've enjoyed my life. <laughs> so it's not yeah, like, absolutely. but that's one of those things that looking back, I feel like it was this. Thing I manifested, you know, and then I just like let yeah. go, and I'm like, "What the hell was I doing? What was I doing?" Oh man! But man, that's I it. Yeah, I, I would, I would probably feel the same. But at the end of the day, like, those are the things that <laughs> that's kind of like a lesson. Like the the bad thing, you could say, "Oh well, I wish I would have done it," but, but then like when you have a kid or you have a friend you know, get afforded an opportunity at the same thing. Be like, look, the worst that's going to happen is you run out of money and you got to come home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just go yeah. and make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, man, absolutely. Yeah. That's one thing that, that's one thing that I'm, I'm definitely going to do and I definitely want to do for people and not even necessarily my family, but people in general. Like, so, you know, my wife is going to school to be an orthopedic surgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, you know, they do make quite a bit of money. <laughs> and me and, her, me, and her, me and her talked about it. And I told her, I said, you know, you're chasing, you know, your dream and passion of helping people in a hospital. I'm chasing my dream and passion of, you know, hunting. And we're, you know, we're kind of being a team and working together. And I was like, but one thing I want us to do, you know, when we are in a position to help other people or to invest in other people is to, if someone comes up to us or we see somebody that's chasing their dream and they're working their butt off and at some point we are able to help them, whether it be a financial means or um, connection means, you know, whatever it is, I want to be able to invest in them. You know what I mean? Like I want to be able to, help them in every way like I don't know what it is it's just something in me because I know that in some cases I would want somebody to do that for me yeah and there have been certain people but yeah there have been certain people that you know in my life that have done that but you know if there's somebody that comes up to me and is like uh, you know I'm 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 whatever say they're musically inclined and they're really good at blah 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 you know somewhere I'm 
I really want to go to this thing in Nashville, but I don't have money to this, this, and this, and I, I you know, this, I, it's going to help me with music and this. I want to be able to look at my wife and her give me that look, and I'll be like, okay, and, you know, write on the check and help them. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. not not really necessarily that it has to be money, but, you know, maybe I can give them a ride there or whatever. I want to be able to help people chase their dreams just as, you know, hopefully someone will help me at some point chase mine. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, I, you, and, like... Man, I I said this to my the last person I interviewed, but I think we might be a little bit of kindred spirits here because I just from everything we've talked about today, and you know this for people listening, this is a uh, Seth and I's second attempt at recording this podcast because I ran into some te- technical difficulties in the first one, and it's crazy how different this conversation has been already from the first one. Like yeah. I wish I had both recorded because we covered so much good stuff in the first one and like i feel like we're going a totally different direction with this one but that is totally great with me but uh one of my my visions that i have for what i'm doing right now when i'm old and gray if i get you know if i'm lucky enough to be that way to get there i would love to create a scholarship opportunity for uh, people who are doing things that are outdoor related. So if they're starting a business or going to school or, you know, they don't even have to go to school. It can literally just be like inexperienced, like like that internship, right? Like they can write to me or whoever about the scholarship to get them to get towards their dreams. Like that's that's my long-term vision for everything I'm doing. I want to be able to give back in that way. And I have no yeah. idea how the hell I'm going to get there with that. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't come from money. I don't have a lot of money. I am putting all my energy and money into the things I'm doing right now. So it's hard for me to picture that, but I know that's like where I, where I want to be someday. Absolutely. And I have so much love for what you and your wife want to do with yeah. that. And I hope that you do. Like <laughs> <laughs> it, It's funny, like. Like, like you said, like we don't come from money, and we don't have a lot of money now. Like we do good for ourselves, and and, and meeting our needs, and having you know stuff to make sure that we take care of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm I got but I'm not gonna. T- I I told you an ungodly amount of money that I put in gas for my truck to go hunt, or you know for <laughs> snacks or whatever. But the thing is, it's like. It, my wife is the same way, but I think I'm, I think I'm, it's hyper, it's like I'm more hyper aware of it, but like when I see people in need, I, it, it, I don't know what it is, but it's like in my chest, like I have, I either have to do something or I have to try, like, I, I hope, I hope to God that the guys from my shop don't hear this, but there's a guy that I work with. Um, who is was was in need of a pair of boots, like bad. Like it was, the boots he had on was like three, four sizes too big. I think they were like three sizes too big. He has a really small foot, and like the boot, like there's just no way that he would like not tank. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And no way that he could comfortably do his job. And was it working? Yeah, but it was fairly working. I'll just put it that way. But I got three guys together, and I was like, look, you know, whenever we all can, we need to put put in money to get him a new pair of boots because I was like, you know, that's kind of bothering me. There's no way his, his, he's got good foot support, you know, this, this, and that. And they all looked at me like, what? 
like, are you serious? I'm like, yes, dude. We, I, I was like, even if I had to pull it all out of my own, I was like, there's no reason why. They're like, okay, yeah, you're right. We need to. And so it came time when we were all put, about to put money together, and he walks in, and he's got, he's got a new pair of boots already. Oh. <laughs> but, but, but it was just like, and like, and I'm not saying that to be like, oh, look at what I do, or look at how I think, or you know, as a guy, I don't, I do everything, I do everything in private. I'm a very private person when it comes to personal thoughts and different stuff like that. And I like, I don't go out and, and get, try to get help or whatever. But another like two weeks before that, another guy, he was struggling with finances at home, and you know, he he hadn't eaten and two or three days because he's been he was trying to feed his family and his family ate and he went and he, he didn't and I was just like dude are you hungry and he was like no no I'm good I was like don't lie to me and I looked at him dead in the eye and at that point I'd only been working at this shop maybe a month so it's not like we'd all you know knew each other it's not like they knew me well yeah and uh I was like are you hungry and he was like yeah a little I said go get in the truck and he's like what I was like just go get in the truck and we went, and I got him lunch, and, you know, I, I bought him lunch for three days after that, you know, until he, he had money. It's just that kind of stuff. It's not that I'm, I'm going around searching for people to help, but it's like if there's somebody around that needs help and I'm able, why, you know, I just, I can't let it go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and being hungry is not fun ever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and. I'm a, I don't want to, I'm, I'm going to try to hold back not some emotions, but I just, I understand what it is to be in need and sometimes not able to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so putting all, I want to kill big thoughts aside, like there were times where, you know, me and my wife did not have money to eat. You know what I'm saying? And thank God that God provided meat in the woods because otherwise we, we, we wouldn't hate those few days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And, you know, and there's times where, you know, oh, well, I could have went and asked my mom and dad and her mom or whatever. But, like, the people who help can't always help. You know what I mean? Even if it yeah. is your parents, they, they, they don't always have the means. They have their own responsibilities and stuff like that. Yep. So, you know, and, and but, you know, that just kind of all derives from, you know, being able to invest in people and, and wanting to help them. But, or help them chase dreams, but at the end of the day, it, it just comes from, I just have a very, I have a very giving heart, if that yeah. makes sense. It's that, and it's not that I want, comp- or like, you know, a war for it or recognition, it's just, I'm, the, the best way I can describe it is that I'm just a provider and a protector. You know what I mean? And, and that's how I, that's how I see myself and how I, it's just, it's in my blood. You know, it's, it's, it's just how I'm wired. Um, I'm actually getting that kind of a tattoo that says that. And, um, I can't, don't ask me what the language is because I failed <laughs> to be able to, uh, pronounce it. But I have a strong, I have a strong Cherokee, uh, native Cherokee in my blood. Um, like if you, if I showed you some pictures of like my great uncle and um, some other people in my family and even my grandmother, like you'll be able to tell, okay, they definitely have native in them, but um, I'm getting that in that language provider and protector in my arm uh, as a part of the sleeve that I'm doing. Um, 
yeah, there's a little side, fun fact, side note. But. Yeah. No, I love it. And, like, I think we – it sounds like those are the things that you are – you know, you're very sure of yourself, like, that's who I am, that's who I want to be, like, I'm not going to sacrifice those things for anything, right? Yeah. Like, that seems like you're very, yeah. you know that about yourself, and I, I think I, I think everyone should, um, not that you can always define those things in, in words, right? Like, it, that can be hard, but <clears throat> just know what you're, know what you stand for, you know? I think that's yeah. great, and I think it all very much ties into the outdoors and hunting and and the fighting and marriage and all, you know all of it like it, it very much uh is intertwined absolutely absolutely so yeah. something that we didn't talk about last time that i again i know you're not like prepared for this at all but with it coming into you know we're in 2020 now something that i see and hear a lot about is talking about not just the next year but the next decade do you have yeah. any big, small, huge <laughs> visions, dreams for the next ten years? Like, what does that what does that look like? Um, well, I'll start by saying that I always have some kind of vision and plan, and most times I feel like God's just like, "Yeah, buddy, that's not happening this year." Like, <laughs> this is whatever you know. But I. I, as, as far as, like, a vision and what I see myself or, or my family doing, like, I'll, I'll just start with a five-year goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so my wife has taken a gap year after she's done her undergrad this year. So after that, after this year, she's going, you know, she's going to apply for med school and, you know, getting in. So as a five-year goal, I see her getting out of med school and us, You have reached the voicemail. What is happening here? We'll get you back on, Seth. Gotcha. I think our phones are just mad that we're talking too much. I know. I'm like, do I have like a timer on my phone that's like, oh, you've been on the phone too long? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, have no, I have no idea. I don't either, and I don't. I have pretty good service where I am, and I'm always. I always do phone calls here, so I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But well, yeah, so keep yeah. So five year goal. Anyway, so my five year goal. Um, I just I see really it's it's kind of I just see her getting out of med school, and then her you know i don't really understand how it all works but her starting the next phase of you know obviously the residency or whatever mm-hmm. um but uh i really don't know if we'll be here where we're at now which is you know west virginia either for her to be in med school or you know we'll be somewhere else but i say once she gets out of med school that we will plan on being moving i don't even know where I have I have a few places in mind, yeah. but it doesn't mean she's always about well, it. I'm, I just want you to know Iowa has great uh, medical programs and really I'm big right gear. Now. <laughs> I, yeah, 
I'm telling you right now, if I could drop everything and move, I'm, I would. I'm not even joking. Like, <laughs> if I, that was like in the in the process of just being able to stuff I was able to do. Yeah, we'd be moving. <laughs> I would not mind. No, not at all. But, um, you know, five five year plan is really just. I I really plan on still being at the same job I'm at unless a, a better opportunity presents itself. But for like a personal thing, like for stuff that I'm wanting to do, I like I, I say it over and over and over and I think that so many excuses get brought up for me not to take certain steps. But like, like I really want I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to call it now, and I'm going to speak it into existence. But there is something that I personally can bring to the outdoor community, mm-hmm. and bow bow hunting related. I'm, I don't. I don't want to say the industry because I don't. I don't like that term, and I don't like a lot of the things about the industry. And I don't like. I just. I don't like it. I don't like pro staffing. I don't. I, I don't want to get into that, but. I believe that there's something, whether I just, I haven't thought of the, yet, whether it's an invention, whether it's just a genuine spirit, whether it's just real raw content or whatever it may be, I believe that there's something that I can bring to the community, you know, bow hunting related, hunting related outdoors, you know, community that will make an impact. Yeah. And, um, I've, you know, I've talked to many people, and my mom, even my mom was like, Seth, she's like, I really just, I, I see you just just inventing something, and she's like creating something, and she's like, I know I know you will. She's like, I just know you will. She's like, I, I pray for you every day. She's like, you know, I just, she's like, I know you're going to make an impact. You know, and I've, I've had other people kind of not really say the same thing, but just, you know, just be, just be there as a voice saying, man, like, you know, you can make a difference. And I'm kind of already seeing it locally, like with, like with people I've either went to high school with and other people that are like, dude, I, like we haven't seen them since like you graduating, like the day of graduating. And they were like, dude, I watch your stuff all the time, every day, every time you post, I make sure I go watch it. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. just like small, like 15 second Instagram videos. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. nothing, but so like when I when you, we talk about like a five year vision or e- like even stretch to the ten year vision like I think there's an impact that I that can be made that I can bring to the table, um, and then like as for me and my wife like a ten year thing like I see us settling down in a house somewhere and she's you know starting her you know starting to become a surgeon and and you know wherever we're at at that point in time and wherever God has us and whatever plans uh, you know that he has and that's where I, that's kind of where you know I see I kind of you know and I don't get me wrong like that I kind of feel like I left that all up to like well whatever happens but I we I always have like a, a vision of like where I'd like to do what what to be but you know there's always a plan I feel like that there's always a plan for people and people will always have a purpose so you know, just whatever purpose mine is at that point in time is, is what I plan to try to fill and, and and just do. 
And I believe you will. I'm really rooting you on, for real. I'm not just saying that. I think that you're already making an impact, and it's crazy, like, uh, sometimes, it depends on the state of mind that I'm in, but I think about, man, there are so many things I wanted to accomplish in a year, or by a certain age, or whatever, right? But sometimes, yeah. sometimes, you know, for me, personally, part of that was just getting it started, and believing that yeah. I could actually do something and not over obsessing about it being perfect to, you know, your point about like the YouTube channel earlier. And yeah. I think what's so cool for you and like pretty much every person ever listening, I don't care what age you are, is like, you're, you're going to be so, so young still in five years. And imagine like if you put in five years, what you've done in the last year like where you could be yeah. and what you could have done and who you could have inspired and reached, you know, like, yeah. I just, I think it's, I go back and forth with that, but I just listening to you and just thinking about like what five, 10 years is going to look like. I think that's really exciting. And, yeah. it, you know, there's going to probably be some hard stuff in there for sure. But oh yeah, I, I think, it's all going to be worth it. And I hope that this conversation like inspired some people listening to just like do the, do what it is that they want to do and, and go for it and, Absolutely. and not obsess over, okay, I want this to happen in five years, but what, it, okay. What, so tell me what happens if you, if you go after it and it takes you six, seven or eight, does, does that matter really? Yeah. Like, does that in the grand yeah. scheme of things matter? Like, yeah, no, cause it's crazy. I get I get super stricken with anxiety. I'm like, yeah. there's not enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. Yeah. And then like there's and then I'll take five minutes and I'm like, I'm 23 years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, there's some guys. There's a there's I'll tell you this. Like I didn't I have told uh, I've told so many people that I dropped out of college because I could not do it. Like it was not for me. There's times I thought about going back and I just start laughing because I'm like, I'm not going back to sit in the desk. Like, I'm just not doing it. Like, I cannot. And I, hold on, let me rephrase that. It's not that I could not, but it's, I don't believe it's where I need to be. Sure. I just don't. Yeah. I just don't. I know. I'll just say that. No, absolutely not. But anyway, <laughs> you know, and, I, and I'm meeting people who are coming out of college and they're like, yeah, I'm 60 grand in debt and this, this, and that. I'm like, in my head, I'm just like, man, why? You know what I mean? And they're going there, and they're and yeah. something they don't even want to be in. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I do. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you know, and it, don't. It's not that I made the perfect decision, but it's like I have a passion in something that I cannot get a degree. In. I may, I may be able to get a degree that might help, but at this point in time, like. Well, here's the thing, though. It, if you decided to go to school, it is not too late for you to go to school if that was a thing. Also, yeah. the other thing yeah. is, is like for anyone who's out there listening and they have like thousands of dollars in debt in school, that does not – I know that they're going to be like – people will roll their eyes at this and yeah. think I'm an idiot. But like just because you went to school for that and you have thousands of dollars in debt in that doesn't mean you have – that's not – that doesn't have to be your path. Like you as a person have yeah. changed and grown and yeah. – and. And, you know, as a recruiter, I get real passionate about this because people 
I meet people all the time who are the shit, right? They are the shit, but they don't have a college degree. And it drives yeah. me crazy that sometimes they're, you know, they cannot be pursued because of that. And it's, you know, in, in a lot of situations, it's a joke. Like, I think that everyone's scenario is different. I think that, uh, I think that we think that this piece of paper is going to be our like life's path and our end all be all. And it's where I think people yeah. are waking up and realizing it's not like, it's just, yeah. it's just not. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're absolutely, you're eternal, like I get it. Absolutely. I'm there. I'm there with you. And what I was like, I've had people be like, like, so when I dropped out, I wanted to be a police officer at that point in time. And this was years ago. And so that's what I started doing. I started applying to be a police officer, you know, it, it did like four, four different departments. And, um, so obviously I needed a job before, you know, then between the, so I, I became a server and I'll just tell you this, that was the worst job of my life. <laughs> I, I could, you'll, I'll tell you why in a second, but I would have people who I knew, even people from my church would come in and be like, <laughs> they'd be like, well, what do you do? What are you going to do? Just work here the rest of your life? Yeah. And I was like, and like, and they didn't like just say it to me. Like it was in front of other people. Right. And I'm just like, instead of like getting it, like letting it embarrass me or getting upset, I'm just like, I just look at them and they're like, well, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm like, no, I, I think you've already passed that point. Yeah. You went right past I'll, being I'll, mean. I think you've already, you know, and I just, not that I was like, oh, I got you, but it was just like, if you make a dumb statement, I'm going to make sure you know you make a dumb statement. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and, and I was like, well, I really don't think you understand where I'm coming from, man, but, you know, that's fine. Have a great day. You know what I'm saying? And, that, like, I never got an apology for it, but I didn't need one. But it was, I would get multiple, you know, statements like that. Well, what did you do? Just work here? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But it, it, what I'm trying to say is that it's a process. Mm-hmm. Wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do, it's going to be a process. Nothing is going to be handed to you, um, and you're going to have to work for it. And some days you're going to have to absolutely just hate life, and you're going to have to embrace the suck, and you're going to have to keep pushing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, but anyway, you know, I, I kept applying to police uh, departments, and I was almost hired to one, and um, they – it was between me and another guy and they chose the other guy, but I state what they do is they put you on a list, um, that, you know, when they're ready to hire again, you're the first person they call. So that's basically, you know, what happened. And I was on the list forever, uh, almost got hired and then just didn't work out because the funding fell through. And now, you know, I had to work at that job. I had to go back to serving and, uh, after I quit, (laughs) quit for a while, but, um, it's so funny because now I have a, a decent job. It, it, it's not like the perfect job, but like I have fun mm-hmm. at, at the job. So, I mean, it's, it's, it, it works. So I, I go back into the, the restaurant that I served and one of the girls that worked there, she was like, Oh my God. And I said, what? She was like, you look so much happier. She's Aww. like, are you happy? You look so happy. She's yeah. like, you look like you love being like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I just, I just laughed because I'm like, is that noticeable, right? She's like, yes, yes, it is, you know. And it was like somebody that I would, t- I would tell her, like, hey, like, 
I'm, I'm trying to do this podcast. Well, you know, just tell her about stuff I wanted to do. And she would always be like, Seth, just do it. Don't give yourself an excuse. Just do it. Like, you know, go. And so she's like, did you start your podcast? Is it good? Are people listening? It's like, you know, and I'm like, yes, yes, all that, yes. Like, it's fun. It's like, so, you know, it's like, but I'll tell you this, like, when I was working there, I couldn't, I couldn't see the, the, I couldn't see the other side. Does that make sense? Like, I was so bogged down. Totally. Dealing with people who are upset because you accidentally brought them ranch instead of, you know, ketchup <laughs> or whatever. And, like, that's, like, very basic. But, dude, I would get, I would get told that I was, I just, I can't tell you. I can't say it earlier. But I would just, the, the dealing with the public sometimes just absolutely suck. Yeah. So that Everyone should be a server at least once. I really think so. Seriously. I absolutely, I absolutely agree. <laughs> I think every teenager either whether they're in high school or coming out, they need to be a server for at least six months. Mm-hmm. I, I think that because they will firmly, firmly take a stance on how they, how people should be talked to and that yep. people sometimes make mistakes yep. and how people can be turned extremely mean when it comes to their food. So, <laughs> um, but, you know, and, and I laugh about it now because I just, it's just people are just people. Nobody's perfect. But, um, but that kind of that kind of strayed uh, kind of made me go astray of wanting to become a police officer and deal with the public. It really did, and it, it had played a good part in it. And I think another part was because I, I waited, or it was like such a long like journey and period of me not getting hired anywhere, and I was just like, mm, I think I need to focus more on what I'm passionate about instead of just trying to get a job that pays me. You know what I mean? Yep. So. And that's what happened. I, I was I was serving, and I looked at my manager, and at, at this time it was like 4.30 in the evening, and I said, um, I quit, and I'm leaving at 7 o'clock. But she was like, oh, shut up. You say you're quitting every day, and uh, whatever, you know. And I was like, no, I'm serious. And she's like, okay, whatever. So, like, it came at 6.55, came, and I walked in there, and I wrote my little, little note and said, thank you for the job, and I quit. And she literally, her mouth dropped. She she was like, I can't believe you're leaving, but I also, I can. She's like, I know you hate this place, but they all, like, I'll go in there and see them. And she's like, I'm so happy you got out of here. Like, you look so much happier, you know. And yeah. So sometimes it takes you just saying, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. I quit. You know what I mean? I came home and Summer was like, what are you doing? I was like, I quit my job. She was like, oh, my gosh. She's like, why? You know, <laughs> she's like, we can't do this again, kind of thing. But, you know, God provided another job, and I absolutely love it. Yeah. So, good. you know, life is too short to like hate your life for too long. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm telling you, like, you've got, like, you just got to make the decision to get things done. Yeah. And sometimes that means putting yourself in a corner, or when you're back into a corner, you'll make it happen. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, you know, and at that point, I have, you know, I'm responsible for, you know, my wife. I got to take care of her and certain things that she's in school, you know, it's not like she was working full time, you know. So when you're back into a corner and you got somebody to provide for, you're going to make it happen. You know what I mean? Yep. And when you get sick and tired enough of your dreams not coming true or getting started, that's kind of the same thing. Like, you will just you'll it'll 
sometimes the fire is not there enough and then all of a sudden you're going to get pissed off either at it or yourself for not making it happen. And I think that's and I the think, same. I honestly believe, uh, right here, I'm so glad you said that. I think that's what happened. I think that day that I said, it was just one customer that said one thing and it just pissed me off enough that it lit the fire in me and I was like, I'm done. You know, and everybody thinks that you're 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 joking or you're laughing, and you're like, nope, I'm done, I'm leaving, goodbye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's it's it's just you gotta be. I think you gotta be pissed off enough at all points or every day in your life in order to get stuff done. And I that that sounds kind of weird, but it's like I think that every day you need to be, you need to wake up and just be like, oh, I know Ray Lewis pissed off for greatness. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. got to wake up and just be like, all right, I'm getting stuff done today, and that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and I do. Yes. That's, that's, that's what happens, so. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, there's, like, a lot of, like, good books I'm reading lately, too, or, like, there's just, there's a lot of people who give, like, public speakers, um, even, like, Dave Ramsey, right? Like, he'll talk about, like, oh, you yeah. have to be, you have to be pissed at your situation to fix it. Like if you're not if you're not coming here pissed off, then it's it's just gonna it's not gonna happen or it's gonna happen half half ass and take much longer for you. If you're yeah, not, absolutely. yeah. Well, you know, here we are back to the violence thing. Came full circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you Sometimes so much. Like, yeah, this like went a totally different way, and I love it, and I'm really I'm glad it did. Like I think yeah. this was like some real life stuff we talked about that was I, I the only thing that I hope that that comes from it is you know that somebody listens to it and it really it either sparks the fire or it plants the seed you know what I mean yeah and that's and I'm not trying to take over but that's just one of the things that whenever I go if I'm ever a guest on another podcast or you know if I have people on my podcast and may not always do what I say but just maybe it plants the seed and begins to grow into something that they're just like, you know what, I need to, I just need to stop. Like, I need to stop giving excuses, stop making, you know, time for things that aren't helping me be productive, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just take the first step. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm totally with you, 100%. Thank you so much for this today and just being a big supporter of me and just being a great friend and all of it. Like I'm so grateful for you and I am Absolutely. excited to see how this year goes for the both of us yeah. and for summer and just thank you Absolutely. a million times. I just, I, I hope that, I don't know. I that like, I just, I, I hope that my, I can be, um, I hope I can support you in whatever I can, and and, and you know, I this summer I was like, hey, I told her I was like, I gotta go do a podcast. She's like, oh, you're recording one? I said, yeah. I said, not mine. I said, I'm doing one with uh, with Steph, and she's like, oh, oh yeah, the girl you had on yours. I said, yeah. I said, you know, and uh, I was like, I, I just hope. I told her I was like, I was like, she's cool. I was like, she really is. Like, I really think like I just, I love your spirit. I love what you stand for. You know, and I, I and I want to be able to support that, and and I hope that you know somebody listens to this and they're like, you know, these dorks talk forever, but what they're saying <laughs> has some legitimacy to it. So. Yeah, 
I know. We do. We, like, get real fiery and passionate about something, and we go off on tangents. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's okay. Well, thank you. Everyone, check out the Nomad Project podcast and check Seth out on Instagram. You can find him at the underscore bearded underscore nomad. Like I said before, this guy has some great things going for him, and I definitely think he's someone to watch and learn from. Thank you, Seth, so much for your time and doing the work that you do. I think you're awesome, man. And thank you to everyone listening. As always, very much appreciate it. Until next time.